Welcome to Realm Rocketry Shorts. In this series, we're going to be answering your questions and also general questions from the Rocketry community. Let's get started. Well, welcome back to Episode 2 of Realm Rocketry Shorts. As always, I'm your host, Brennan, and let's get started. I'm excited to get started today. And also, don't forget to send us a voice message or an email, actually a contact. And you can do that on the contact section of our site. And you can find the contact section of our site from the link in the description. So yeah, please send us a question. I'd really appreciate it, or just any feedback you have. So... What today we're going to be talking about is, well, we talked about reloadable motors on uh, Monday. So now, on Tuesday, why don't we talk about more reusing, because everyone likes reusing, recycling, and um, reloading. Yeah, that's, that's a new thing. Uh, no, it's not the actual thing, but it's, it's uh, we're just improvising here. Um, yeah, but we're talking about reusing igniters, well, which are also called starters, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But we're just going to generally talk about igniters. So, we're just going to start this discussion by saying igniters and starters are the same thing. It's just basically, igniters ignite things, and that sounds a little bit, um... I mean, it just sounds legally better if you call it a starter for packaging, so that's why it's called starter on a packaging. But usually people just call it igniter or starter or whatever. It just basically is the same thing that ignites the motor and starts the motor and that kind of thing. So, with that out of the way, I'm going to talk about the types of igniters. So, in the episode artwork, which is different than the normal Run Rocketry logo, you'll see a burnt-out igniter that clearly shows the nichrome wire, as we call it, but We'll talk about that more, but that's like a general Essex igniter. There's three types that I usually think about. There's the clear type. That's uh, this. Like actually, let's start with the oldest. So the oldest I remember is the like a uh, pyrotechnic mix dip. So that's like a black tip, and it's like a just a wire with black tip dip, which we'll talk a little bit about in a second. And then we have the next time, which type, which is the clear dip, and that's like the pyrotechnic dip is clear. And then the latest one is the StarTech, which I don't know much about, but that's the latest version. The next type I want to talk about is the E-Match. So the E-Match is like a standard, like, uh, high-power igniter, and you can, like, I'll link a uh, photo of an E-Match in the description. But what the E-Match is, is basically like a piece of wire that has two ends at one end, and then at the other end, it's like a, like a match with a plastic cover. It's not really a match, but it's like a, it's a match part of the E-Match, if there's a match part of the E-Match. So... Um, yeah, it just ignites, and that's just generally used for high power, well, or mid power. And then the other type is the copperhead. The copperhead is like a wire, well, not really a wire, but like a flat, sh like, rectangular piece of metal that is, um, like, uh, not very good as igniter and has a tip that's dipped in pyrotechnic dip. And the other is, like, just a general, like, Aerotech or Cesaroni or Loki, um, igniter. And then Quest igniters are pretty similar to that. And that's pretty much, uh, what I want to talk about different types of igniters. So next is the, um, what the components of a igniter are. So, igniters are really simple on the S's side. As you can see in the picture of a burnt-out igniter, there are basically, um, let's just call it, uh, three or four elements. Like, a few elements. So, number one is a piece of, like, tape. The white and brown piece of paper combined. That just kind of holds the wires together. 
Now the wires are just like your general like uh like wire and just general applications, and then they're joined together by what's usually called a nichrome bridge. It can just be called a bridge. That's what we'll be referring it to. So the bridge basically makes it so you have continuity because if the electricity can't flow within the igniter, then you won't be able to uh, ignite it because there won't be any electricity. And igniters require electricity in order to create the spark that ignites the motor. So then you have the electricity, and the electricity is... Um, not gonna work great on its own. So what happens is you send a bunch of um, you basically send a bunch of electricity through the wire when you ignite your motor, and without the um, dip, as we call it, it won't really. It could work, but it's not gonna work as well. So the dip is what I've been calling it. It's basically like a it's like a thing that burns really well. That's that like dries and cures. I'm not exactly gonna go into specifics of how it works because a uh, it doesn't really matter, and b I don't know if uh, I'd get sued for saying that, so we're not gonna say that. But it's basically something that burns really well and sticks to the igniter really well and dries. That's basically all you need to know about that. So um, with that, um, you might be wondering like what's the different type of like what's the rating of the Dip. So what I've heard is the old like black dip of the Estex like, igniter is better than the newer clear one, and then there's an even newer one. But I have no idea um, if that is better because I haven't used them. They're pretty new. Um, if you have any experience with that, please uh, shoot us a message in the contact section of our website. Um, so the other thing is. Uh, with copperheads, they look like they're a black dip, but it's not all the same chemicals, so just so you know. Not all the same chemicals. And then, E-matches, I don't think they are dipped. Um, from last time I looked, they don't look like they're dipped, but they could be. So, yeah. Um, another thing is, I'm not going to talk about high-power igniter restoration, because there's a great NAR article that you can go find, and, um, I'll just put a, like, what it's called in the description, if you're a NAR member, you can probably find it. It talks about restoring bigger igniters, but, um, since they already have such a great article about that, I just want to talk about something, like, smaller, not, like, so big. So, like, a Quest or an Estes igniter. So, let's start with the Estes igniter. So, the Estes igniter, number one thing is there's what's called the nichrome bridge, as I talked about previously, that joins the two wires in the igniter. If that's broken, then it doesn't really make much sense to restore the igniter, considering the fact that, like, they're Included with every single motor and all that stuff, and there's multiple. And usually, you'll have extras. But if you need more, you can restore it. You're gonna need to make a bridge wire, so you'll need like a piece of wire, and you'll probably have to solder the two wires together. So yeah, it does take. It's not really worth fixing them if the nichrome wire is not good. So what you would do is you would use one of the pyrotechnic dips, which you can buy. But obviously, you have to be 18 and all that stuff to buy pyrotechnic dips. I'll link one in the description, but um, I'll actually make a. I'll link a. I'll link a kit of some of the cool stuff with igniters. Although igniters are just things that current flows through, so I don't know if you can really call them cool. But like, basically, just dip the igniter in it, and it works really well after that. And it's just flammable uh, fuels. This pyrotechnic, same kind of thing. But what happens is, if you don't want to do that, you can use 
uh, nitrocellulose hardener, like uh, nitrocellulose clear nail hardener. I've read that that works. Um, if you don't want to uh, use that, you could probably use something else, but the main thing is you want to test those igniters just to make sure that they work. Like, you can just uh, hook it up to a launch controller and ignite it without it being in a motor, and if it has sparks, that means it probably works. Uh, be careful, people, about doing that, because you don't want to burn yourself or anything. It probably wouldn't burn you, but you just want to be careful about doing that, because you don't want that to happen to you. Um, but with igniters, probably... With the acid igniters, it's not really worth it. I'm just talking about how you can do it. Mainly, this episode is actually about uh, igniters in general, so... <laughs> okay, it just doesn't... I mean, you can do it with acid, but it doesn't make any sense to me. Questa! Everyone's favorite rocketry brand. Actually, I don't know if it is. And by the way, Aerotech bot Quest, which is uh, interesting, and that happened a while ago, so technically it's Quest by Aerotech. So I can refer to it as Aerotech or Quest, but it doesn't really matter. So Quest is pretty similar to the whole like uh, Aerotech igniter. It's like a mini version of it. So it's got the two uh, leads at one end, and at the other end it has like the tip that you put into the the uh, motor. Um, with that. You'd probably want to clip off the end wire and then strip the wire so you have some fresh wire. And then you're going to also want to dip it in a um, flammable dip mix, which I'll put in the description a link to. Um, I don't recommend doing that. Like, like, restoring igniters with low power doesn't really make any sense to do something like that. Because you probably have to pay hazmats on the whole... Uh, pyrotechnic dips and stuff like that. So I don't really recommend doing going through that whole hassle to get that for that kind of thing. Um, another thing is I'll say copperhead igniters are generally really really bad, so don't use those. I believe that's what it's called. It's like a like the wire with a uh, end that has a little bit of pyrotechnic dip on it. Uh, I've heard that they're really bad. I think it's called copperhead, but it might not be. If I'm wrong, then please correct me in the uh, contact section of my page, and then, let's see, yeah, when you want to dip your igniters and that whole thing is usually if you're clustering, which in that case you'd probably start from a fresh igniter and use way different igniters than Estes, or you have high power um, igniters. So the E-matches, as I was talking about, um, that you can find out about in the uh, article name that I put in the description, those are generally more like a expensive kind of thing. Like it's a dollar per one of those from where I bought some. So they are kind of expensive. So you might want to re-dip those. It just depends. You'd have to do a cost analysis and all that stuff. But more high-power uh, igniters that you would want to re-dip and reuse, that kind of thing. Or if you just want to be environmentally friendly. Um, with the pyrotechnic uh, flammable dips I was talking about, and don't put them on like your food. That's a really horrible idea. Uh, they're they're called dips because you dip the igniter in them. Just don't confuse it because I don't want to get sued. Um, yeah, but with those, it really generally would improve your igniter success rate in lighting. And with clustering, which is where you have multiple motors in one rocket, that will definitely help you because you want both of 
motors or even if it's more than one more than two motors to ignite then you want all of them to ignite as many motors as possible you want to ignite so you might dip those to make it better performance but generally in low power rocketry you will not need to dip your motors and honest I mean not dip your motors dip your igniters and honestly it's not really worth it for high power in my opinion but I mean you could do it if you want to um it's a recycling thing I guess but yeah, thank you for listening to me talk about that. Um, I think it's an interesting topic, and it's not like uh, not the craziest thing in the world. But we got some more episodes coming. So yeah, everybody, I'm just uh, it's great to be podcasting, and you know, I just uh, feel like the whole podcast is going pretty good. I mean, I don't know. But we released our schedule episode, too, so if you want to go listen to that, you can. And, yeah, we'll be back on uh, Wednesday. You can go check out our website. So there's this secret thing. If you're still around at this point, you deserve to know about this. Every once in a while, I may or may not release episodes early on my website. In fact, it's very hard to find my how to f- get to my website. Uh, not how to get my website. How to get to my episodes from my website. You will not figure it out. I'm just kidding. It's really easy. Just scroll down from the front page and you'll find the latest episode. It's really easy to find. I'm just joking. But yeah, so you might see an early episode released today. So if you want to listen to another episode, you can go over there and you may or may not. I'm not going to make any guarantees, but it is possible. I'm just saying. But yeah, thanks for listening to me talk about igniters for 15 minutes. I really hope you guys are having a great day, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Um, yeah, but for now, what could go right? So always remember, safety third! See you guys, and yeah, have a good, great rest of your day.